Welcome to I'm in my 20s, your favorite go-to podcast for candid, introspective, and inspiring conversations to help you make the best of your 20s. My name is Meg, and let's begin. Think about your ideal partner. Think about your ideal partner and think about what kind of person your ideal partner would date and then become that person. What's up lovebirds and singles and everything in between? Welcome to the Valentine's Day edition of the I'm in my 20s podcast. My name is Meg and today it's actually one of my favorite episodes yet. I replayed this episode and I was like, wow, I wish I had heard this when I first was single again and felt so much anxiety about whether or not I could even find the one and get married in time. But I am a person who has been single for almost three years now and I am actually loving the single life and this episode is especially a comforting and advice-fueled pep talk type of vibe for any of you guys who are single and stressing a little bit about being single. Now I answer some really honest things in this episode such as why I am choosing to stay single in this stage of life, things you should consider and really ask yourself before even getting back into the dating pool, how I think we should know when we're ready to even date again, how attachment styles fits into different relationship stages, how to stop comparing yourself to other people, how to be comfortable being single as an introvert and an extrovert, whether or not there's a timeline, and just a whole lot of how being single has improved my quality of life in so many ways. And by the way, this is my disclaimer. If you guys listen to this and you take it as advice and you end up single at age 60, with like 69 cats please don't come at me and sue me this is my opinion so that's my disclaimer and again congratulations to all the happy couples on valentine's day and by the way if you want to hear my funny dating stories and tea from around a year ago when i was actually active on dating apps and stuff please give my friend jenna's podcast a listen i guessed it on her podcast the hey jen podcast on episode five and it is a hilarious episode super lighthearted. i replayed it and i could not stop laughing but today's episode vibe is tough love energy big sister pep talk well this is relevant for you whether you're a girl or a guy or anything but let's talk about the single life let's go hello my amazing listeners welcome back to the podcast i am back again with another solo episode for you guys and it's been a while since our last one last time i talked about my confidence journey but this time i'm going to be talking about something that i know that you guys for some reason a lot of my love and relationship and dating episodes tend to perform the best so i know that you guys are curious for the tea and the juicy stuff so i'm here to talk about the single life and bit of a update on my relationship status etc so Let's get into that today. But before we dive in, I just want to give another brief, brief life update. Um, so if you've been listening to my previous couple of episodes, you know I've been a, on a bit of a roller coaster lately. First, I was pretty overwhelmed with the stuff I was doing, and then I had to pause my YouTube and just focus on stuff. And then I went through a a financial roller coaster with some really huge investing mistakes. And right now, as I'm speaking, it is February 12th, and I'm happy to announce that I am doing a lot better. And I just want to shout out the friends and, of course, my family for listening to me and all my troubles and all of my thought processes as of late because I have been going through quite the emotional journey with um, everything happening and also the whole situation of graduating soon is really hitting me really hard right now. The whole senioritis, it's really 
kind of freaking me out the fact that i'll be out of school in two months and not knowing um what the heck i'm going to be doing after graduation you know obviously i have a lot of big dreams i know that i want to do a lot of things and there's a lot of things that i have on my bucket list but just in terms of the structure of it and just not knowing at all where i'm gonna be in a couple of months is kind of terrifying and while i do enjoy the uncertainty because it means possibilities i am also finally in a stage where i do crave a tiny 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 little bit of stability but anytime i make any sort of decision i do tend to want to ask myself like am i making this decision out of a good emotion am i making this decision out of passion or out of fear or Is it based in my values and have I done my due diligence in making any decision? Does it hold true for my long-term goals? So I guess those are just some of the criteria that I'm trying to tell myself to base my decisions on. And yeah, I guess that's just a life update. Um, I've just been in a bit of a mumble jumble, um, just very confused, very scared, very anxious about the future. But um, I just want to reassure you that if you are a fresh grad or if you are also graduating soon, that this feeling is totally totally normal i know a lot of my friends are also feeling this way right now so if you're in that boat don't worry it's totally normal and i also want to reassure myself and for you guys if you're in the same boat that everything will work out in the end i think everything does happen for a reason even my biggest mistakes and biggest mishaps happened for a reason and even though they kind of suck and really (laughs) really uh ruined my mojo I think that the best thing we can do is take lessons and learnings out of those mishaps and setbacks and just keep going and just keep working based on our values. And that way, I think everything will unfold as it needs to. And I like to believe that, you know, everything is meant to either help us grow or teach us a lesson. And no matter what, we are on the right path. And life is a marathon, not a race. So don't ever worry about comparing yourself to other people because none of that really says much. And honestly like we have one life like just live your own life live your own truth whatever that means to you don't feel the need to compare you know and a lot of the stuff that i'm saying right now is really stuff that i'm also saying to myself to comfort myself so i really hope that that kind of resonates with you guys so i guess that's just a mini life update now um i really love candid talks and i really didn't script this episode at all before i started talking but i want to talk a little bit about my relationship status and the single life and as you guys know um on the date of launching this podcast episode valentine's day just passed a couple of days ago and i know that people tend to get anxious around valentine's day whether you're in a relationship or if you're single both sides of the coin get anxious because if you're in a relationship maybe you have to live up to certain pressures that you have to give certain gifts to your significant other you have to do something special you have to live up to certain standards and of course If you're single like me, then you're gonna feel a bit of, dang, like, why am I still single? (laughs) Chuckles in pain. So I want to talk a bit about my thought process. And if you guys have caught up with my episodes, especially the ones about dating, you guys will know that I've been single for quite a while now. So my last relationship ended in around 2018, and that one was a three-year relationship, really great relationship. I learned a lot from it, I grew a lot from it, but ever since then, I have been the most single ever. Well, in between that relationship ending and me being where I am now, there were, I mean, no, no, not flings, like, don't take it the wrong way, like, I I haven't even kissed a single person since my ex, and 
the only thing that happened that was slightly eventful was me getting friend zoned by one of my friends and it's totally okay because we're good friends now but that's literally the only love life update I have so honestly whenever my friends and I catch up and we talk about okay let's go love life updates I literally <laughs> I usually have nothing to say either I have like like you know tinder horror stories or I just talk about my experience getting friend zoned and I always just live vicariously through my friends relationships because a lot of my friends are in great relationships and they usually have some good tea but here I am not here to talk about my dating tea I'm here to talk about single life if you do want to hear my dating tea specifically my online dating tea I actually recorded an episode with my good friend Jenna on her podcast the hey Jen podcast and I'm pretty sure that episode about dating and relationships is already out and I actually spilled so much like so many funny like dating stories on that conversation so if you're curious about my dating stories definitely give her podcast episode a listen and yeah you'll hear all my tea there but anyways let's talk about the single life so I'm gonna make the assumption right now that since you're listening to this you're probably single or you're thinking about being single. But if you're thinking about being single, um, don't take any of my advice because I don't want to ruin any relationships here. I'm here to give my honest perspective on the single life and why I actually kind of love it. So let's rewind a little bit back in time. After I broke up, I actually experienced the most incredible personal growth that I have ever experienced. And I guess the reason why I'm bringing this up is because the biggest benefit that I see in being single is that you are completely your own person. You are completely self-reliant. You get to do whatever the hell you want. And no, I don't mean that in the context of hooking up or, you know, seeing people or anything. And by the way, again, I didn't do any of that. Like the last person I kissed was literally my ex in 2018. But basically... Being single gives you the freedom to be your own person. You become very self-reliant. You become very, very independent. And there are a few areas in my life that I really saw a dramatic boost in when I really embraced the single life. And keep in mind that the last time I was single before 2018 was back in like 2014, 2015. So it's been a while. And now after growing and maturing so much through a three-year-long relationship, I've really learned to find myself as cheesy as it is and really focus on self-development. So I actually started my self-development journey in around the year that I had my breakup with my ex-boyfriend. And on my self-development journey, I have... All right, first let's talk about friendships. After being single, I have found so much more fulfillment in my friendships because when you're in a relationship, you know, relationships do take up a lot of energy, right? Especially if you're in a relationship that requires a lot of time spent with your partner, if there's emotional baggage or whatnot. Of course, it's dependent on the relationship, but I personally found that in my past, my relationships have taken up a lot of my headspace. I am a very, I guess, feelings-driven person. And, you know, when I feel a lot for somebody, they are always on my mind. Like, if they're going through something, I gotta be there and I gotta help them out. I always gotta think, oh, like, how are my actions impacting their feelings? And so basically, you are you feel like you're not only responsible for your own feelings, but you're also responsible for your partner's feelings, which obviously brings out a lot of, I guess, your energy. And so after I was single, obviously I had to take some time to cope with the breakup and it was hard. However, after I fully recovered, I realized that, wow, like now I have the freedom to totally just focus my energy on myself. And one thing I like to tell people and also tell myself is that, you know, 
it's not sustainable or good to always try to be the nice guy and try to be everything for everybody. You're not responsible for other people's happiness. I'm not responsible for other people's happiness. I know that sounds slightly selfish, but there is a lot of truth in that. We cannot control other people's emotions. We cannot control how other people feel. The best thing we can do is focus on ourselves and our own emotions and really live by our own values. And that's something that I really, really embodied after I recovered from my breakup. And so I really just focused on myself. And in the sense of focusing on myself, I really learned more about what my true values were as an individual. And I realized that I value freedom, I value autonomy, I value independence, I value trying new things, open-mindedness, I value new experiences, I value making friends with whomever, wherever I want. I value, I guess the one word to encompass it all, is just total freedom. And I don't know if that's just the feeling of liberty that I felt from being single but I realized that freedom is something that I just truly cannot give up. And unless I can find a relationship or a partner who can row alongside me with my freedom, then I am not gonna be in a relationship at all. And so this freedom has really triggered a lot of personal growth. And in one area is my friendships, that's for sure. Because now that I had the energy that I used to spend in my relationship, now that I had it all to A, spend on myself, and B, focus on the friendships that matter around me, I was able to really, really connect with friends that resonated with me and my values and never really feel restrained or constrained in terms of making friends. And in that sense, I've never really felt so much fulfillment in my friendships. And I know that I say this a lot and I don't want that to come off as something that I'm bragging about. I'm not trying to brag here. Like, I'm not saying that like, oh, like I'm I'm the shit, you know, I got a lot of friends. That's not what I'm saying. And again, it's not about quantity either. It's about quality. I'm saying that the quality of friendships that I see in my life upon being a single gal have really, really, really improved because I am putting my energy into these friendships. And that has really really, really helped me. And another area in my life that has really improved is my relationships with my family. Funny enough, I guess, okay, first of all, like my family actually loved my ex. They actually loved him. And I think they were, like my parents seemed like they were sadder than I was when we broke up for some reason. They were just like, oh no, like he was such a good guy. And you know, I'm never going to talk down on my ex. He was honestly like an amazing person. But I guess right now, even now being a single gal, my parents are like, when are you going to find your boyfriend? And funny thing is, a while back, they were like reading my Chinese horoscope or whatever. I was born in 98, so I'm in the year of the tiger. And they were like, hey, like my mom was like, hey, um, in Mandarin, obviously, you know, according to the horoscopes, you're supposed to meet your soulmate this year. And I'm like, um, okay, sure, mom. And they just keep telling me to stay open-minded and keep an eye out for a potential suitor, potential hubby. But I'm like, you know, it's not even at the top of my priorities right now because I'm enjoying the single life. And right now I'm so focused on working on myself that I don't need to find a partner. It's just not at the top of mind. And so I want to talk a little bit about the pressure to be in a relationship because even within friends, sometimes people will be like, Meg, like, why aren't you dating? Like, are you on the apps and stuff? And to rewind a bit in time, yes, I did download the apps 
early 2020 that was over a year and a half since my breakup and that's when i finally felt like i was even ready to even look into the dating pool and after being on the apps for a little bit i never felt satisfaction and i'm a very intuition driven person i never felt the true connection with somebody that i could see being a potential boyfriend and so no i'm not on the apps anymore either and i'm not even actively seeking so if you are a single person girl guy whomever you are and you feel pressure from people to tell you to get into a relationship don't listen to it shut it out i've already learned to shut all that stuff out from my parents from some of my friends they're like why aren't you dating i'm like i just don't want to like i'm not looking for somebody right now and something that you can ask yourself right now to decide if you're ready is what stage of life are you in what are your biggest priorities in your life right now and does a relationship even fit into that and obviously this thing gets really really confusing when we're in our early 20s right because in our 20s people are in such different states of their life some people I know some people have already gotten married, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. That is amazing. But some people haven't even had their first kiss and that is totally okay too. And on the side of like careers and other stuff, some people are frantically searching for careers and trying to secure their jobs and trying to work on themselves and get that solidified first. Whereas other people are focused on getting into a loving relationship first before they can even excel in other areas of their life. And there's certainly no right or wrong answer in this area of what you should be focused on. It's all very, very personal to you. So if you're going through the struggle of, oh, like, is it too late for me? Like, should I be actively seeking a relationship because my friends are? No, I think you should ask yourself the real questions. What do you want to prioritize in your stage of life right now? So I'll share a little bit about myself. The reason why relationship is at almost the bottom of my priorities is because I still want to prioritize my personal growth and I am in a stage of my life where I feel rather unstable and I'm still trying to build the foundation for my career. I am almost graduating and I just want to feel financially secure and overall career secure in terms of my entrepreneurial journey and all my other career aspects first before I even begin to think about getting into a relationship because I know that the moment that I start jumping back into the dating pool and whether it's wasting time talking to people on tinder who don't turn out to become anything great uh, in terms of relationship wise anyway it's all just going to take energy away from the important stuff So the real question to ask is, what are your priorities right now? And for me, my priorities right now are building my financial foundation, my career, my personal growth, and my health and fitness. And relationships simply does not fit into that. And also something that I love, 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 love as a saying for people who are single is that stop trying to search for the right person because when you become that best version of yourself you will attract that perfect person into your life and another visualization that i like to try is okay think about your ideal partner think about your ideal partner and think about what kind of person your ideal partner would date and then become that person right simple so i am trying to become that person that my ideal partner would date And right now, I am not yet that person. I still have a ways to go. I know that we are all on a journey of growth and I'm constantly growing and improving myself. But right now, I don't even feel secure enough to have the audacity to chase my ideal partner because I don't feel secure enough in that area. But that is not to say that we should feel unsatisfied with ourselves. We should always feel proud of yourself. I'm always grateful to myself and proud of myself for how far I've come. But again, it comes to your priorities at this time. What do you want to prioritize right now? Sometimes it is a trade-off. Do you want to focus on your personal growth or 
do you want to focus on introducing a partner into your life? And this also comes to how you want to approach your relationships. I know some people enjoy dating for fun and having flings and you know, even friends with benefits and all that, and there's nothing wrong with that. That is totally respectable. I believe that everyone should approach dating however the way that they want to, and I don't have any disrespect for people who have casual hookups or date a lot of people or are polyamorous or any of that. And even though I don't do it, it's nothing wrong with the way that people approach it. And I think that's something that I've learned as well throughout my journey is to always respect other people for their decisions as long as they're not hurting other people, right? Like as long as honesty and transparency is integrated in whatever they do, whether it's friends or with benefits or, you know, polyamory or whatnot, as long as there's transparency and they're not hurting anybody, you don't have the right to judge other people for doing what they're doing. So just remember that, right? And so for myself, however, I am not about any of that. I don't feel the need to have any sort of physical affection. I don't feel the need to be with somebody at all times. I feel secure with myself and I know that it's a privilege and I'm really grateful to say that I feel really secure being single and alone. And so what was I getting at? Oh, right. So I guess the question is, how do you approach your relationships? If you do approach in the sense that you need somebody to fill a void, I think you have to ask yourself, is that healthy? Does that hurt the person that I'm seeking? Are you seeking somebody because they're filling a void in your life? Or are you seeking somebody because you actually want to be with somebody? And for myself personally, I am, again, I'm not seeking a void. And also, I just want to say, like the saying that you want to find your other half, I don't like that saying. You know why? Because I don't think that we should be incomplete when we're searching for a partner. I think we should both be whole before we find somebody else. And I know that this is cheesy AF because... When you think about like, okay, if we're circles, right? You want to be a complete circle before you find another complete circle and you can both be uber complete together. You don't want to be like a broken half circle and find another broken half circle and become a whole. And that's not to say that, you know, I know that some relationships do aid, you know, personal growth and help people aid in their own scars and stuff. And that is totally healthy as well. And I completely respect that. But first, from my personal perspective, I think just for mitigating and minimizing pain in any area i think we should be whole and complete ourselves as individuals before we take on another person into our lives because that is the healthiest way to go and never should we get into a relationship thinking that we can relieve any of our personal emotional or mental burdens onto them because that is again not healthy that is dumping toxic stuff into relationships so be whole be your own person be secure with yourself before you get into a relationship and i know that this also opens another can of worms like attachment styles right and i know some people don't know about it so i'll talk really briefly about it attachment styles a little bit i can't speak today attachment styles is something you learn in psychology there are different attachment styles and these things are usually developed when we are very young and depends a lot on how our parents raised us and the environment that we grew up in as kids and there are three main buckets first being the secure attachment style second being the anxious attachment style and third being the avoidant attachment style and And obviously the secure one is the one that you want to be in the state that you want to be in when you get into a relationship because if you're in an anxious state or if you're in an avoidant state and for example you get into a relationship with someone who is also anxious or avoidant that is almost again a recipe for a lot of pain but 
if you do have the ability to work through that, that is amazing. But again, from my personal perspective, I think we should work on being secure ourselves before we try to bring another person into our lives and play such a big role. But I know I went on tangent. My original point when starting this tangent was to say, what is your intention of getting into a relationship? And for me, myself, when I look for a relationship, I am looking for somebody I can spend the rest of my life with. And this is not to say that like, okay, I'm not going on Tinder and being like, whoa, like, is this person husband material? What I'm saying is when I start talking to someone and if I do date somebody, it means that there is the possibility that we will be able to spend the rest of our lives together. I am not going to date somebody if there are obviously red flags or deal breakers that make it so that we can't be together in the long run because I believe that I do not want to waste time with relationships and you know maybe that's me being type three anagram and super type a and productivity focused or whatnot but I don't want to waste time right I don't want to waste time if you're gonna be somebody in my life who is my partner then I am investing in you for the long run you're gonna you know I'm investing work in you because I believe you may become my future husband and the reason why I am still single is because I have not found that and again I am not even looking right now because I don't feel secure enough in my own foundations to even look for a relationship and maintain a relationship right now so that is a real question to ask and so I think that basically covers the stuff around questions to ask when it comes to looking for a relationship whether or not you should be looking things to consider before you look but let's go back to why being single is pretty darn awesome so back to my personal growth story my relationships with my friends really really improved my relationship with my family really improved and there's just a lot more headspace for me when ever since i've been single since 2018 to focus my headspace on the important stuff ask myself the hard questions because when you're in a relationship a lot of stuff is external as well you're thinking about how are my actions impacting this person like what are the things that they're doing like what do they mean like oh no like they replied to a text in this way does that mean they're mad at me and stuff but since being single and being alone and even especially embracing so much solitude in my time in quarantine at all, I have been able to dig deep and do inner work and focus on not the external but the internal stuff and ask myself the real questions like, Meg, what do you want out of life? What are your true values? Where do you see yourself in five years? What do you want to live by? How do you want to live? How do you want to spend every single day? What fulfills you? that's just the surface level and some questions from the top of my head but basically my point is when you're single and you're alone and you're in isolation you have the ability to finally sit still with yourself and get comfortable with being single and alone and in isolation and ask yourself the hard questions whereas if you're constantly seeking a companion an external companion or constantly seeking something outside of yourself to validate your I guess your self-worth and fill out your time and fill your days you're not taking the time to pause and ask yourself the real questions and i really do find so much value in that because also i'm an extrovert right so it was harder for me to do that as well it may be easier for introverts because introverts do embrace solitude a lot more but if you're an extrovert and you're concerned about being single i feel you it's hard being single as an extrovert because sometimes you'll just want somebody to talk to and you don't want to annoy your friends, right? Because 
it's different. Your friends and your uh, and a significant other are not the same level of people that you can annoy constantly. Like if you have a partner, you can text them all the time. But for a friend, like I don't want to annoy them at 3 a.m. with my problems unless I haven't talked to you in a while, right? Just stuff like that. That's where you really are almost forced to get comfortable with being alone and being yourself and relying on yourself and crying on your own shoulder and wiping away your own tears and i know that i'm sounding so darn cheesy right now but it is so true and again i feel grateful because i have developed my friendships to the point where i never really felt too alone but sometimes i deliberately make myself sit still not reply to messages and just be alone just so i can remind myself that i am very self-reliant i am independent and no matter what happens in my life i have myself to rely on And when you're single, that's something that you can really, really work on and build up. And I think that is so freaking powerful. So never undermine the power of being alone. And let's stop with the societal expectation and the standard that being alone sucks. It doesn't suck. Being alone is awesome. Isolation is awesome. Being an introvert is awesome. You know, I'm, I'm not an introvert, but I'm still saying like being an introvert is awesome. And I freaking love my fellow introverts. If you're an introvert and you're listening, I love you. You're great. I actually love introverts and being single is freaking awesome and just because you're not in a relationship doesn't mean you're not worthy because you're not in a relationship maybe that means you're focusing on yourself and that is so respectable if you're not in a relationship and it's deliberate that means you know where your priorities are and you know what your values are and you are not succumbing to the pressures of society or your friends or parents or whatnot and that is so respectable so remember that as a single person from a single person me who's been single af for how many years? 2018, 19, 20, whoa, like over three years now. Am I doing my math right? Coming from a single gal who's been loving it, I'm telling you single life is awesome. So if you're still single and you've been feeling anxious and stressed and concerned about getting in a relationship, don't. Ask yourself the important questions. What are your priorities in life right now? What is the intention that you want to approach with any relationship that you get into? Does that fit into your life in this chapter that you're going through right now? And if it doesn't, don't stress about it, right? it don't matter and yes i do have conversations with friends where we're like planning backwards and it gets stressful because we're like hey like you know we were we were going to get married we were planning to get married at 28 and if i want to get married by 28 and i want to date somebody for at least three years before we even put a ring on it then that means i have to start dating somebody by 25 and if i want to find the right person to date by 25 and i know that i have to maybe date multiple people before i even find the right one and i'm turning 23 soon that probably means i should start looking now and i know that planning things from a timeline backwards is stressful as hell i know like that stressed me out a little bit but you got to remember that nothing ever really goes to plan you can do all the planning you want but nothing goes to plan for example i know people who have been in seven year long relationships that have just broken up I know people who have been single all their life and suddenly found the one when they're like 25 and that's it, they put a ring on it. You never know what's going to happen. You never know who is going to be the one. You never know when they're going to enter your life. You never know how they're going to enter your life. You can't go on Tinder and be like, this is it. I'm going to meet the love of my life. I don't think that's how it works. Sometimes they just pop up out of nowhere and you just know. You just feel it intuitively. You just know. So don't stress about it, right? I used to stress so much about planning, but I learned just don't stress about it. It'll be okay. It'll all work out in the end. And again, once you are the person and the version of yourself that you are incredibly proud of, you will automatically attract the right person into your life. And they're going to come in the most unexpected way. And I say that with so much truth. Having been in a couple relationships now, both my past relationships came to me in such unexpected ways. My first relationship, 
um, grade eight. <laughs> How did he come to me? I think we had a couple of classes together, some mutual friends. He slid into my DMs on Facebook. Okay, that's how it happened. And my other one, my recent one, yeah, it happened because we volunteered in Sing Club and we had this one Christmas dinner and we were sitting across each other and I suddenly felt like he was really darn cute. And guess what? He completely had a crush on a different girl at the time that I even shot my shot. And what happened? He ended up liking me in the end anyway and we ended up dating for three years. So nothing can ever be predicted. Don't try to plan things out, especially when it comes to relationships. It's just so uncertain and don't stress out about it. And man, I just gotta say being single is awesome. That is the thing I'm coming back to. Being single is awesome and I have been loving it. I don't feel alone. I never feel lonely. Okay, there's a difference between feeling lonely and alone. I love being alone, but I don't feel lonely. So there's the difference. Learn to love being alone and don't be afraid of being alone. And that's when everything will change for you. You don't feel the pressure anymore. You don't feel the pressure to find somebody and you're just going to be fine. And also let's talk about the fact that things are changing in society. You don't need to get married before 30. You can be single until 35 for all people care. Or you can get married right now for all people care. It doesn't matter. Timelines are just a concept made up by us you know timelines are just ingrained into us by societal expectations but there is no such thing as a right timeline so never feel like you're behind never feel like you're going too fast either it all depends on your life and i guess this is just the whole premise of my talk today i didn't know i was just going to become so preachy about this i thought i was going to share my personal stories about being single life but i realized that single life is just my personal growth and i talk about that so much on my podcast anyway that i just don't want to repeat myself all the time but my point is anything when it comes to relationships and all this stuff it's so specific to you and what you want and what your priorities are so don't stress don't stress about it boy or girl or whomever you are listening to this you are doing great so that's all i want to say and if you are in a relationship i hope you had the loveliest valentine's day with your partner and if you are single here's to working on ourselves here's to loving the single life and one more thing i want to say the grass is always greener on the other side right like when you're in a relationship you might be like dang i miss the single life right now and when you're single you're gonna be like dang i really want to be in a relationship because the grass is green on the other side you see things on social media you notice oh my god all these couples making cute tiktoks together all these cute poems about being in love and you wonder when am i gonna find the one when am i gonna be the one that people write poems about when am i gonna be able to make cute tiktoks with my partner when am I going to have these cute selfies? When am I going to get my kiss or whatnot? When am I going to be able to cuddle? But when you're in a relationship, you might be like, dang, when am I going to be able to do whatever I want without asking for permission? When am I going to feel like I can focus completely on myself without feeling a burden to let somebody know or ask for their permission? And when am I going to feel happy? You never know, right? And also, when you look at happy couples and when you look at happy relationships, remember that it doesn't tell the whole story. Maybe a couple posted a cute story on their Instagram or a cute photo or a cute TikTok or whatnot. But that doesn't mean that they don't fight. That doesn't mean that they don't go through hardships. That doesn't mean that it's not difficult, right? So when it comes to stuff like comparing yourself to others, remember that, again, social media never tells the whole story. Similar to me in my past relationship too, we were quite PDA, I admit. We posted a lot of cute selfies and snapchats as i was going on dates and shit we're very pda in front of people and i am so sorry if you had to witness our pda 
But guess what? Y'all did not see all the background. Y'all didn't see me crying all the damn time. You know, I was I'm a very emotional person, and I cried a lot. And that's why I felt like I wasn't even feeling secure enough in that relationship, and that I have to work on myself now to become a more emotionally secure person before I put any sort of that burden on another partner. Because you got to be responsible for not only how you feel, right, but also for like when you have a partnership agreement with somebody which is essentially what you're getting into when you get into a relationship you got to think about how your actions and feelings impact them too right and when you're single you just don't have that burden to worry about so unless it's definitely the right person for you again if you are dating to marry unless it's for sure the right person i don't think it's worth going through that pain right now you know But anyways, I think that concludes my ramble for today. I really hope that made sense. And I just want to say thank you so much for listening to my talk. I'm sorry that I didn't spill as much tea as I hope that I could because I don't have too much tea to spill. But if you want to hear about my, I guess, um, online dating tea back in like around a year ago, you can listen to Jenna's podcast. It's pretty interesting. But for now, I just love being single and I love working on myself. And... I trust my intuition enough to know that when the right person comes to my life that I will just know so I'm not going to actively look for them. And hey, who knows, maybe in five years my 28-year-old self will be like, Meg, you suck. Now you're the single, this person ever and your friends are getting married. But again, we can't plan anything and who knows what's going to happen. I could meet the love of my life next week for all I know or I can meet them in three years. It don't matter. We'll see, right? Trust in the timing of the universe trust that everything will work out in the end and everything will work out just the way that it should for you so that is all thank you guys so much for listening and make sure to stay in tune with our podcast on instagram at i'm in my 20s to stay up to date and i will chat with you guys again next week bye guys